adrenaline is released, it elevates the heart rate, it improves circulation to the brain and limbs because you are under a threat, releases energy into the bloodstream and kicks the immune system into action to protect you from any kind of infection. It also heightens your sense of smell and improves your sight. The, then comes the second wave of the stress response where there is the surge in adrenaline that triggers your adrenal glands to produce cortisol. This hormone helps you to regulate the immune system's functions by balancing out the effect of the adrenaline. Without cortisol, our immune system would become overactive, so cortisol in certain amounts is good for us. And if the, if the immune system would be hyperactive... Hello everyone, welcome to our episode 50 of our podcast Cultivating a New Generation and in today's section Drops of Wisdom. Today we are going to talk about the, the book The Stress Code, Richard Sutton, by Richard Sutton, and we are going to talk about the stress and how you want to transform your stress into energy, because stress will always be in your life, and there is an amount and a type of stress that is good for you, and that makes you prime yourself into doing the things that you are supposed to do and not just being in the couch watching Netflix. So let's go with the word of stress. Where does it come from and it, their the roots and what it means? It comes from the Latin words strictus, which means tight, narrow. And it comes from another word that is stringere, and the meaning of that word is tighten. So it is also to be really tight, don't having space, and um, perceiving yourself af as being closed in a space. Therefore, every time you feel stress, it is due to the conditions that you are developing. No one else is causing you the stress. So that's and those conditions are tightening your perception of life and you feel like you are trapped. Instead, you can just stretch, you can just start moving and having a space for you to decompress your stress. We've all heard things of the busy lives and sending us into spiral of stress. Health experts around the world are telling us to slow down, but we don't seem to pay attention and implement more work-life balance, which is possible if you really want to do it. Many of us have taken up classes of yoga or meditation to calm our, ner our nerves, or some people start just popping pills to help them to get some sleep, for example. But all of that just raises the question, why are we so stressed? What is the reason of this stress? The face-based world and hunger for success and are increasing our stress levels. According to the author Richard Sutton, our physical and mental well-being is dependent on our ability to establish balance in our lives. So if we are balanced, if we make time, to certain activities that are going to decompress us and help us to uh, 
regenerate and have activities that are different from work, we are going to be able to rest and repair and recover. Another reason is that the admiration of success is increasingly higher and the intolerance for failure is fast becoming the norm in the society. So whether we realize it or not, all of us are pushing ourselves to the bigger and better than ever before. At the same time, our desire to compete and ultimately succeed is steadily increasingly. So we are uh, no longer having time for ourselves. We extend the hours of work. We extend the time that we have to take some vacations. And what we do is just getting that spiral of stress. According to a study completed by researchers at the Yale University School of Medicine and the University of California in Los Angeles, the average person society in society, in developed society, experiences between four and five uh, episodes of chronic stress every week. Imagine that. That is the whole week, a whole um, work week that you, ex well, that people experiment stress. So your body is not, neither your body nor your brain are designed to sustain those amounts of stress. Would it so surprise you to know that the workplace is the number source, the primary source of stress in our lives? Probably not. And we are all guilty for working uh, our fingers to the bone and leaving very little space for us, for time for me time, but few of us take time to reflect on just why our jobs are so stressful. The key message in this conversation is that feeling out of control is the reason why you are stressed at work. In the White Call studies of 1967, Professor Michael Marmot monitored 20,000 British civil servants over a 40-year period, which is a length of time where you can really trust in the result. The studies confirm for the first time that stress in the workplace impacts people's health and lifespan. Yes, you listen correctly. Your lifespan is being reduced by the amount of stress that you have in your life. Whitehall studies prove the opposite also. Lower-ranking employees had the most stressed and the worst health and higher risk of premature death. Whether you think that or not, because many people used to think that the higher-rank uh, people had more stress. Well, this wasn't true. That's what it is proving these studies. In fact the risk of mortality was 300% higher than the senior employees. But why? What is the reason that this happens? Well, in a second study of this same author, found that lower-ranking employees had less sub social support, less variety, 
within their work and most importantly they had a lack of control so that's the number one cause over decision making compared with those in more senior positions since then many researchers have built on the idea that a lack of control affects employee well-being and that's why in these three years many people experience uh, a lot of stress in spite of not being at work in the office or not having the commute to the to the place to the workplace still they had a lot of stress because they didn't have control on the conditions that were creating outside and in another study by the Danish in 2008 they reviewed 18 studies which involved 63,000 participants linked to the feeling of powerlessness in the workplace with depressive symptoms and major depressive episodes. What happens to us when we experience stress? Well, there are two, our body's stress response is divided into two waves that we are going to divide into the sympathomedullary pathway, which is the SAM pathway, S-A-M, axis, and the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, the HPA. So the first wave is the fight or flight reaction issued by the hypothalamus, which is also a region of the brain in charge of your memory. Our brain's control center is starting to release this reaction. This reaction rapidly activates the sympathetic nervous system, which is the one related to stress, and releases the adrenaline hormone. First, let's talk about what happens to our body when adrenaline is released. It elevates the heart rate, it improves circulation to the brain and limbs because you are under a threat releases energy into the bloodstream and kicks the immune system into action to protect you from any kind of infection. It also heightens your sense of smell and improves your sight. The, then comes the second wave of the stress response where there is the surge in adrenaline that triggers your adrenal glands to produce cortisol. This hormone helps you to regulate the immune system's functions by balancing out the effect of the adrenaline. Without cortisol, our immune system would become overactive, so cortisol in certain amounts is good for us. And if the, if the immune system would be hyperactive or overactive, it would be harmful to the body as a result. In fact, there are some autoimmune diseases that have this kind of um, mechanistic problem. But what if there is some way of switching off stress? Would you like to know what is the switch to go down in the stress? Fortunately, science has discovered the off button, a way to shut down your stress response when things get too much. How can you achieve this? Well, the key message that you have to pay attention here is activating the vagus nerve can help you to shut down your stress response. So let's start to define what is this vagus nerve. 
It happens to be one of the longest and most influential nerves in the body. It travels from the top of the skull behind the ears all the way through the front of the chest, the heart, the lungs, and it goes into other systems like the digestive tract. It communicates throughout many organs and through your digestive tract, which is shut down when you are under chronic stress. But it can also calm this um, vagus nerve, the body, after a fight or flight state goes by adrenaline. So how does it work? Well, think of it like this. Activating the vagus nerve is kind of a stretching a muscle after you exercise. When, you, when we stretch, for example, a tight hamstring, it restores the muscle to the normal resting length. As a result, the strains of exercise are reduced and the benefits are enhanced. Food, exercise, and being outdoors in nature can help you maintain healthy levels of stress. When we are stressed, our hormones become depleted. And by the two waves of this stress response, as a result, our vitality, health, and cognitive, which is learning potency, decline. And we become more stressed. And it is just a vicious cycle. Stress is unavoidable. But there is a practical way to manage it. Making incremental changes to your lifestyle, learning to shut down your stress response, and taking more time for yourself can help you build up your stress resilience. However, to be successful in this, in managing your stress levels, you'll need to shift your, your perspective of what stress is, and instead of viewing it as something negative, you can think of it as a positive experience that can help you reach your goals and design a lifestyle that um, starts with me time. Create a stress resilience action plan. So design this plan of action whenever you feel any kind of signal of stress that you know that it is going to go up. Making big changes in our life can often feel overwhelming, so start small, but be constant in the things that you are designing. To keep yourself accountable, try designing your own action plan. That includes the steps you want to take to ease your stress. Start small by reminding yourself, for example, to take a walk for 20 minutes a day, cook a meal, take a nap, write while you are feeling stressed, perform a meditation of 10-15 minutes and just relax for a little bit. And changing that in your environment might be the best option for curing the mismatch diseases that can become triggered by stress. Government can play its part by regulating the junk food ads and you not just giving the government the action because they are not going to do that. 
but you um, stopping yourself for this kind of stimuli in terms of news, in terms of toxic people, in terms of junk food, are going to do something for your stress. Taking out those three options that are just triggering your senses is something that is going to regulate your stress. So how can we summarize in two phrases or two quotes the information that I just gave you so that you really have these takeaway messages? The first quote that I can use is, when adrenaline is released, it elevates the heart rate, it improves circulation to the brain and limbs, releases energy into the bloodstream, kicks the immune system into action to protect you from infection, it also heightens your sense of smell and improves your eyesight. So this is the first wave and the first ill stress, that's the name of the stress that is good. And then it comes the second wave, which is the one that can become toxic. In this second wave is where you have to do something when cortisol is being released and that's when you are going to get signals. So the second quote, what is? To be successful in managing your stress levels, you'll need to shift your perspective of what stress is instead of being as a negative thing, think of it as a positive experience that can help you reach your goals and move into action and design a plan and start to care about yourself. Thank you very much for paying attention. I hope you like this reflection, this episode 50. We are on the half for the 100th episode in this section. So thank you very much for paying attention. If you like the information, if, you if it resonates with you, if you think it can help people that are under too much stress, just do what you know is sharing the information. And you can also give me comments, reactions, something that allows me to give you more of this information and subscribe to the YouTube channel, of course. Thank you very much for your attention. Have a wonderful Wednesday, first day of the March month, and have an amazing um, spring that is coming. Thank you very much for your time and attention. Have a wonderful day. See you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode and be part of a different community that is designed for conscious people who are interested in taking care of their health and discovering their inner power, helping to create a new generation of humans. If you want more tools to grow your inner health with science and spirituality, visit www.davidortegab.com where you can find online deep programs, shorter courses for your company or a group of individuals, and receive personalized support in private consultations to balance the five pillars of your inner health.